Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Friday, July 26th, 2019. Hi. I'm Tom Campbell, and this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. We've made it to the end of the week. Give yourself a round of applause. Well done. Jimmy Uso related news to start us off very soon. We've got a recap on the situation with him and a statement from the WWE. Uh, We've also got news on the next WWE Saudi Arabia show. It is becoming a logistical nightmare. Plus some chatter from the quarterly conference call that happened yesterday some takeaways from that that you may not have heard yet and find out who is about to make a fortune thanks to the Raw Reunion Show. We'll get to that soon. So you would have seen this reported here at Cultaholic yesterday, just days after that scene with John Cena on Monday Night Raw where the joke was made, Pensacola, Florida police arrest Jimmy Uso, real name Jonathan Fartu, for driving under the influence. Uh, It was reported by TMZ, pulled over at about three o'clock Eastern time in in the very early hours of the morning, driving erratically. He was swerving all over the road. He was uh, slow to respond to requests to get out of the car. He wasn't in a good way at all. Uh, He was also charged, along with driving under the influence, he was charged with a speeding citation as well. What this means for the Usos, we don't know. WWE have put out a statement. It's very brief. It simply says, Jonathan Fartu is responsible for his own personal actions. There is no, like, set criteria for how WWE deals with this. There really isn't. And, and, and there should be, but there isn't. So I don't know what this means at this point for, for Jimmy and Jey Uso, who's kind of tied in in all this as well. Despite the fact that it's, it's, it's Jonathan Fartu that, that's, that's done the thing. Once we get more about this, we will let you know. So the quarterly conference call took place yesterday, as you may have seen here at Cultaholic and around the wrestling world, uh, some bad numbers for the WWE. Revenue down, merch sales are down, ratings are down. 
it's not good times. But a couple of interesting takeaways that came from that that you may or may not have heard uh, that have recently come to life. So WWE Network, after we talked about this yesterday, WWE Network is indeed getting a tiered subscription service that's going to be rolled out later on in the year, which means uh, that... There is, and it's not as actually as, as devastating as we thought it would be because a lot of people, when, when we talked about this yesterday, you and I, I had quite a few uh, tweets from people and messages from people who were saying, hey, if, if the money goes up, I, I ain't having it anymore. I ain't having it no more. This, this might be a good option. There will be a free tier. Uh, which means that you'll have select programming that you can watch for absolutely nothing. Then a VIP tier, which gives you access to a little bit more than presumably a third tier, which just gives you everything. So it's up to you how deep your pockets want to go on that one. Uh, Vince McMahon was also asked a couple of questions uh, regarding creative and whether there was going to be any changes. Vince McMahon said that the WWE will not, and I quote, do blood and guts and things of that nature, like what is being done on our new potential competitor. Vince talked more about the competition during the Q&A that was held with the investors a little bit later on. He believes the competition is good. He's always stood by that belief, to be fair. But he does believe that AEW doing the blood and guts and gory things, uh, it's not going to help with their relationship with the network he doesn't believe that tnt would put up with that kind of content vince mcmahon very adamant to say what they're going to be doing isn't going to work i don't think AEW is truly built around blood and guts and gore do you it's been a funny old week for vince mcmahon in general i think he was quite stressed about the conference call on thursday because he turned up to smackdown on tuesday night and just decided to rewrite most of it. He wasn't in a good mood, wasn't very happy with the product. Um, Shawn Michaels was set to be a colour commentator that night, and Vince McMahon said, no, he's not. And to be fair, Shawn Michaels ended up doing the Miz TV segment with the Miz and Dolph Ziggler, which I think is a far better use of him. So good good points on that. Daniel Bryan was set to make his like earth-altering announcement, and as it happened, Vince McMahon said, nah, don't do that, don't want you to do that. Vince McMahon, who we talked about this yesterday on the podcast, Vince McMahon, who nixed the idea of Kurt Angle facing John Cena in his last WrestleMania match because the continuity belonged to Angle and Corbin. Vince McMahon, happy to pick up that continuity hammer whenever he sees fit. So over to Saudi Arabia we go, and the next show for November the 1st has been a logistical nightmare. I did say November 1st, you're right. That was the original date set for the Saudi Arabia show. They moved it to later in the month, and this just caused problems. They had to make changes to the European tour. They had to bin off all the shows in Italy. They had to change the Glasgow Monday Night Raw TV taping to a house show because they didn't have they wouldn't have the star power to do it. Anyway, it's all gone the other way back. That show, that Saudi Arabia show is back to Friday, November the 1st, and with that comes a whole fresh load of problems. Well, one you've now got to sort of do some goodwill with all the people whose shows you binned off to bin them back on again. And also that is the same night the Smackdown Live is on Fox. Now Smackdown Live it needs to be live. I don't know how Fox would react to having a taped episode whilst everybody is over the way in Saudi Arabia. So the alternative is, yeah, you still do SmackDown Live at the same time as you do the Saudi Arabia show, but you do it with like a limited, a, a, a limited roster. And that ain't going to fly for Fox as well. One, something has got to give 
on this show. You either send less SmackDown stars to Saudi Arabia or you pre-tape the, the SmackDown for that week. CM Punk's been chatting up with ESPN about AEW and talked about his StarCast appearance. And he said, the last thing I got was a text from Cody. I almost don't know how to reply to these texts sometimes because if I reply, they do interviews and they say, oh yeah, I just talked to Punk, etc. I'm kind of damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. I always think if somebody wants to do business with me, they can come talk to me. Texting offers isn't really a good way to do business. I don't know. Quite like the idea of somebody offering me a job and putting a little money bag emoji at the end. It's quite cute, that. I'm not saying that's what happened, by the way. <laughs> he also talked about his relationship with AEW. Uh, he says, if I text Matt Jackson, hey, have a great show tonight, which I did when they had their big show in Vegas, that somehow turns into Tony Khan telling people he has a great relationship with me. I have said it in the past that I have talked to them, but nothing ever came of it. Now, my concern here is that little things like that are going to damage the relationship before it's even started. And we could be getting two brand new NXT promotions in the near future. This is based on a little bit of rumor and innuendo, but the facts are very much there. Uh, there, is a, there is a WWE tryout taking place uh, from August the 7th to August the 9th in Mississauga, Ontario, Canada. This is the first time they've held tryouts in Canada. They normally get people to travel to the Performance Center from across the Americas, but this is a new one where they're going to the... And we got the, the venue, the Paramount Fine Food Center, where NXT had a show uh, last year, I do believe. According to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, there is now a lot of talk off the back of this of an NXT Canada being headed up by Santino Morella as head coach. As well as that, Triple H was reportedly meeting with officials from Stardom and Dragon Gate in Japan. You know, he was over there recently fulfilling his boyhood dream of being a member of the Bullet Club. I just want to hold him up one time. Uh, yeah, he was chatting away with them, uh, trying to sort of arrange a working relationship between the two promotions. This could result in a potentially a system very much like here in the UK, where we have ICW and Progress Wrestling, which are sort of WWE-sponsored independent promotions, where the Dragon Gate and Stardom get more involved with WWE that way, or whether this does open the door to potentially to potentially set up an NXT Japan, which I know is something else that has been on their docket for a little while, and this could be the early stages of that. So NXT Canada and NXT Japan, I don't know about you, but I don't think there's enough wrestling. I'd like to watch some more. Steve, that's not sweat you're covered in right now. You gave yourself a Steve Weiser bath out there. How did it feel to be back out there tonight? And it felt great to be back out there. And this is Broken Skull IPA. This is my beer, so I'm so proud of it. And to come out here in a crowd, 20,000 strong on the WWE Universe and display it was, was something else. And finally, we keep getting loads of stories uh, from the Raw reunion. Stone Cold Steve Austin was chugging his brand new Broken Skull IPA beer which he got a cheeky plug in for. The El Segunda Brewing Company, who makes Steve Austin's beer, uh, put a note on Facebook to thank people for their interest. They have now received hundreds, possibly thousands of inquiries about where fans can buy Broken Skull IPA. So the Raw reunion may be now in, in the rearview mirror, but it's kicked off business once again in big style for the El Segundo Brewing Company. Cheers to you guys.
Cheers to you. So that'll do it for the Cultaholic Daily News podcast for this week. Later on today on the YouTube channel, you'll get the Cultaholic podcast with Matthew Gregg, Jack the Jobber and Ross. They'll be going through some of your questions in the mailbag and adding to the Hall of Fame as well. The Cultaholic Classic Raw Review will be on your podcast stream tomorrow night. We are two days removed from the 1994 Royal Rumble. We'll see the fallout from that in there as well. And a brand new episode of Wrestling Curiosities is here Sunday night on your Cultaholic podcast stream as well. We're going to be digging into some less ordinary wrestling from the past that you may not have heard of. Thank you very much for downloading. I have been Tom Campbell. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>